Hey, welcome into Positive Light. We're bringing a positive influence into this world and into your life. And hi, I'm Bob Miles. And today's episode is going to be on God's healing power. So in Luke 8, 40 through 50, as Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, but no one could heal her. She came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing against you. But Jesus said, Someone touch me. I know that the power has gone out from me. Then the woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then he said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. So are you struggling right now? Is there hurt in your life and that just won't seem to go away? It might be because of a relationship issue or a physical illness. Maybe it's depression or past scars that just don't seem to heal. Or maybe it's something else entirely. I have good news. Whatever your pain might be, wherever you are in life, God can make you whole. For me, a lot of my pain came through abuse in my past. I took a long time to heal and a lot of that time was spent figuring out exactly how I needed to go about it. Eventually, I realized I simply couldn't do it alone. And that's where God came in. Now, God has healed me emotionally and spiritually and given me a life of peace, joy, and fulfillment. And the same can be true for you too. See, God has a good plan for your life. And he wants to heal you wherever you hurt. John 10.10 says that Jesus came to give us abundant life. And part of that abundant life is making sure you are healthy and whole, physically, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. So many people believe that God is able to heal them, but they aren't sure whether he will. So if that's you, then I want to encourage you to carefully listen and then reread each of these scriptures. Notice how much God wants to heal his children. You don't have to earn his love or his healing touch. Just believe what he says and do what he leads you to do. So from 3 John 1-2, Beloved, I pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically, just as I know your soul prospers spiritually. And from Proverbs 4, 20-22, My son, attend to my words. Keep them in the center of your heart, for they are life to those who find them, healing and health to all their flesh. And from Jeremiah seventeen fourteen, Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. For you are my praise. Start by reading these verses. Speak them out loud. Meditate on them. Believe them. That's how we release God's power to heal, by speaking his word and trusting his ability and his willingness to heal. So it's important to remember that the Lord is our healer and that his word is our medicine. Speaking scripture over our lives does wonders for us, but only because it comes from God to begin with. Healing always starts and ends with him. From Isaiah 40:31 is one script in particular that literally changed my life. It says, But those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in Him, shall change and renew their strength and power. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint or become tired. 
What does it mean to wait for the Lord? It means to actively expect, look for, and hope in Him. It includes setting aside time to talk to God, read and meditate on His Word, or simply sit quietly in His presence. This time with the Lord can do more to restore our body, mind, and emotions than anything else we can do. During these times, the Lord empowers us with renewed physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual strength. So if you need healing in an area of your life, I encourage you to begin taking some time each day, even if it's just five minutes, to stop, get quiet, and focus on Him. Just like you would take time to wait at a doctor's office, take a little time to wait on God, the great physician. This doesn't mean we shouldn't ever see a doctor. I believe all medical knowledge comes from God and in that he works through doctors' hands to do great things. But if we focus too much on doctors and medicines, we can begin to forget the true source of our healing, God. I want to encourage you moving forward, no matter what kind of pain or illness you're dealing with, pray God's word over your life. Do your part where God is leading you and give the rest over to him. Healing may not always come immediately, but it will come. So have faith in him and his perfect timing. God began a good work in you, so trust in him to see it through. So Rick Warren writes, when you pray for healing, you can pray with confidence. So why doesn't God heal everyone that asks him for it? When you pray and ask for God's healing, you can trust that he'll hear and answer you. But he may not answer in the way you hope. He won't give you something against his will. God always wants what's best for you. And the best thing may be to use an illness in ways you did not expect. Sometimes God uses sickness to get your attention and redirect you. He may have to lay at you flat on your back in order to get you to look up to him. So Proverbs 20.30 says, Sometimes it takes a painful experience to make us change our ways. Most of us could give a story of how it took a painful experience to make us change our ways. Sometimes God allows a sickness to be a testimony for others. He knows he can trust you with an illness, and he knows you'll be a good example to other people, particularly unbelievers. Paul says in Philippians 1.12, Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. Paul was sick and in prison when he wrote that testifying to how God used his circumstances to spread the good news. The greatest witness you will ever have is your example of the way you handle pain. In my own life, God has used my deepest moments of pain as a witness to my neighbors and the world. When you respond to pressure and pain in a way that points people back to God, it brings glory to him. Sometimes God allows a sickness to take a person into eternity, a sickness unto death. Hebrews 9.27 says, Everyone must die once and after that be judged by God. If you could be healed of every illness just by having enough faith, then if you had enough faith, you might never die. That certainly isn't God's will. When you are sick, you can pray and ask God in confidence for healing. Why should you have confidence? This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears this from 1 John 5.14. That's right. When you pray in God's will, he always hears you. His answer may not come through the method or in the timing you want, but the answer is always for good and for his glory. 
So next, I'd like to play you a song called The God Who Healeth Me by Tommy and Eileen Walker. And here it is.
great song by Tommy and Eileen Walker and here's what Tommy said regarding this song he said this song is written from Exodus 15:26, for I am the Lord who heals you when I was 10 years old my mom was miraculously healed of a back injury because of a fall she had surgery and three discs removed in the mid 1960s but her condition only worsened from there during this season her pain was so great she could barely get out of bed in the morning was becoming immobile in 1970, there was a conference called the Charismatic Clinic in Melodyland. A church is that time across from Disneyland in Anaheim. At the end of this conference, my mom was instantly, fully, and miraculously healed. I'll never forget her running through the parking lot with my sister and, sh- and me as she shouted, I'm healed, I'm healed. This event profoundly affected my life and faith. So recently, I have been asking God to bring physical, inner, and spiritual healing through my life, family, church, and worship leading. I want to be a person who steps out, believes, and asks God to do the impossible. I'm praying a bold prayer that these words of truth and promise can be sung over this suffering and that God's healing will come in genuine, powerful, and miraculous way, just like it did for my mom. So if you're facing a challenge in your physical health or you've been given a bad diagnosis, I have good news for you. There is hope. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And his will is that you be healed. The Bible reveals that God's will is always to heal you. Jesus was God on earth and he healed everyone who came to him. God's healing power is available for anyone who will believe. Jesus was the exact representation of the Father. He showed us exactly what God is like. Jesus never turned anyone away when they came for him for healing. He healed them all. He's the same God today. God is loving Father who does not want to see you suffer any more than you would want to see your own children suffer. God is 100% good. He's pure goodness. And pure goodness only does what is good. Love always heals. So to activate God's healing power, believe what God says in his word, that by his stripes you were healed. The moment you come into agreement with this, healing has begun. The next step to activate God's healing power is to speak directly to the sickness in faith. Tell the sickness to leave in Jesus' name. 
This is how Jesus taught us to deal with sickness. So sometimes we need to hang out with a three-year-old to get our thinking straight. Even a young child can tell you that sickness is bad and health is good. It doesn't take a genius IQ to figure this out, but religion has really mixed this up to the point that people doubt whether God is the healer or not. I decided many years ago to let God define myself, and he says in his word that he is indeed your healer. For I am the Lord who heals you, from Exodus 15:26. Sickness was a cure of the law. It was never blessing under any circumstance. There is not a single instance in the Bible where sickness was intended to be a blessing. So why do people act like sickness is somehow a blessing in disguise? This is so twisted. God does not use sickness as a tool to teach you or mature you. That's thinking is crazy. Would you make your child sick to teach them something? Would you put cancer on your child to help them mature? Of course not. God is even kinder and more caring than you are. God is a good father and he wants you well. He hates sickness. God wants you healthy so that he included physical healing in the work that his son finished on the cross. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgression, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our, our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we were healed. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5 Every person recorded in the Bible that came to Jesus for healing was healed. Every single one of them. Even those living in horrible lifestyles of sin were healed when they came to Jesus. Their healing had to do with the character of the healer, not the goodness or the badness of the one receiving. Living a holy lifestyle was not a requirement to receive healing from Jesus, and Jesus has not changed. So if you believe that Jesus still heals today, and he is willing to heal you, how do you get that healing power working in your body? God's healing power is always connected to the written word of God, specifically the message of the cross from 1 Corinthians 1.18. Jesus bore your sickness and disease and the cross. When you believe this and cling to the truth, then God's healing power starts working in your body. The word of God concerning healing must be planted in your heart until it become a reality on the inside of you. Until you see yourself well on the inside, Faith for healing comes from the word of God. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God from Romans 10:17. So fill your heart up with what the word of God says about healing. Meditate on these truths until they become an absolute reality in your heart, until you see yourself healed. The word of God is the power of God. Once it is put into your heart, it goes to work to bring about what it says it will. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it, from Isaiah 55:11. So God watches over his word to perform it. When you set yourself in agreement with his word and begin to declare it out of your mouth, God says he is watching over it to, to perform it. When the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am actively watching over my word to fulfill it. 
from Jeremiah 1.12. As you continue to speak the word of God over your body, your body will line up with it. The word of God works all the time for anybody who will believe and put it to work. It is not my word like a fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks a rock into pieces from Jeremiah 23:29. If you are somebody who refuses to believe the word of God, then it won't work for you. Faith is required. It's how the system works. Faith always speaks what it believes. Our words contain the power of life and death. We change situations with our words. We are speaking spirits designed in the image of God. And since we have the same spirit of faith according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak from 2 Corinthians 4.13. And death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit from Proverbs 18.21. So if you're a child of God, healing belongs to you. It is part of your inheritance in Christ. Jesus has already taken the stripes on his back to provide your healing. He has provided healing for your body just as much as he has provided forgiveness for your sin. Sickness and disease are a part of the curse brought into this world by sin and death. Sickness is not from God. Sickness is an enemy of God. It is not part of your inheritance as a child of God, and therefore, you should hate it just as much as God hates it. Sickness is an enemy and should be treated as such. The moment a symptom comes against your body, reject it by speaking to it in the name of Jesus. Declare that Christ has redeemed you from the curse of the law and you are healed. Command the symptoms to leave your body. Do not allow the devil to steal your health that Jesus had paid for. So walking in God's healing power is God's desire for his children. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and in, be in health just as your soul prospers from 3 John verse 2. So faith is how we receive everything from God. It is God's system. Everything is provided by grace, meaning you don't have to deserve it or earn it with good behavior. Healing is a free gift provided by Jesus who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness by those stripes you were healed. 1 Peter 2.24 So in order to see what God has provided become a physical reality in your life, you must believe and use your faith to bring it to reality. Faith has been given to you. Even the faith you use to get bored again is a gift. You don't have to muster up faith. Everyone has been given faith to access God's grace. So as God has dealt to each one the measure of faith from Romans 12.3. So faith for healing is what you use to access the healing God has provided for you. Faith receives the word of God, believes it, and clings to it. Faith then begins to speak that reality on this earth. Faith is in full agreement with the word of God. Despite circumstances, despite symptoms, despite words spoken by doctors, family, or friends. Faith will win if it is given the time to do so. Faith acts according to the word of God. Because faith is the means by which we receive the grace of God, faith in one form or another is needed to be healed. It may be the faith of the one praying, or it may be the faith of the one receiving. But somewhere there is faith. It is how the kingdom of God works. 
Everything is given by grace and received by faith, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand, from Romans 5.2. So the good news is that faith is a gift, just like everything else in the kingdom of God. You can't earn it. You can't produce it. You simply put the word of God in your heart and believe it. The word is like a seed that will grow and produce a harvest of healing in your body. So are you looking for healing out of the Bible? Let's look at some Bible stories that talks about healing. So don't ever believe that God stopped performing miracles and healing sick bodies in the Bible days. The same God who did it back then is alive and working today. So if you're sick and ailing and need to build your faith to receive healing, there's five great Bible stories to boost your confidence for your miraculous deliverance. The first is God heals Hezekiah's terminal illness out of 2 Kings 20. So Hezekiah was terminally ill. They seemed to go be no hope for recovery, but God healed him and added 15 years to his life. The Bible story will encourage you when you get a bad doctor's report or remind you that God sees you when you are in pain and he hears your cries for help. He has not forgotten you. Even when an illness is terminal by medical doctor standards, God is yet able. And the second one is Jesus heals the blind man from John 9, 1-12. There was a man who was born blind, and some people, even Jesus' disciples, thought it was because of the curse of sin. But Jesus corrected that assumption and told them no one's sin was responsible. Instead, God wanted to get glory through the man's healing, and sure enough, he received his sight. This story will help you trust that your suffering is not in vain. On the other side of this pain is a breakthrough. God will be glorified through your life too. And the third is Naaman cured of leprosy out of 2 Kings 5, 1-14. So Naaman, a commander of the Syrian army, was powerful and respected, but he had leprosy, a terrible flesh-eating disease that turned a person into an outcast. God used the prophet Elisha to heal Naaman, but it didn't happen the way the infirmed man expected. Naaman was told to go and dip in the dirty river seven times, and he didn't like that idea one bit. He was upset. But when Naaman obeyed the word of the Lord through the prophet, he was cured and made completely clean. This awesome historical event reminds you that you may not always understand or like God's unorthodox methods, but if you trust him, he will heal you in his own way and time. And the fourth is the women with an issue of blood, Luke 8, 43-48. So after 12 years, a woman with a bleeding disorder spent all the money she had trying to find a cure. So most people would have given up, but she didn't. She pressed her way to Jesus, touched him by faith, and received her healing. As you read this biblical account, if you have been tormented by a chronic illness and don't know what to do to get better, this story will encourage your heart. It will help you keep going, trusting, and pursuing God in faith, knowing the outcome will turn in your favor. And the fifth is the man at the pool of Bethsaida, out of John 5, 1-15. So for 38 years, a man was impotent, with no one there to help him. After nearly four decades, why would he even have any hope of healing? Well, Jesus visited him one day and asked if he wanted to be made whole. The man did, and Jesus healed him. 
This powerful text helps you see that God does not have time-limited healings. That means he may not deliver you immediately, but healing hasn't passed you by. You didn't miss your moment. No matter how much time has passed, it's not too late for the Lord to work things out. So when you have some time, read these Bible stories. If you have read them before, reread them and ask God to give you a fresh revelation and new insights. Meditate on these true accounts and let God's word strengthen you on your hardest days. Also remain diligent in prayer and trust that the Lord is working for your good. Healing is your portion and you will receive it by faith. So that does bring us to the end of our episode today. And I'm just going to let you know I'm going to do healing again next week. And I'll tell you why I'm hitting healing so hard next week. So my closing prayer is always is that God blesses the journey you're on with him and that you embrace that path. Hey, so you can connect with me at positivelightpodcast at gmail.com. I'm also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And anywhere you download your podcast, you can get Positive Light for free. So I hope everybody had a great week. God bless. And we'll catch you next week.